Welcome, you have landed on the Daily Objective from the Ayn Rand Center UK. So happy to see you with us, wherever you are. You might be in jolly old England. You're probably somewhere else around the world. And that's great because we are in fact a global community, a movement of people interested in Ayn Rand's philosophy of objectivism. And there's so much to learn. If you're one of those who thinks, oh, you know, I, I know Ayn Rand, you know, selfishness or capitalism, you know, you really don't know the first thing. And that's part of what we're doing here every day, literally Monday through Friday, with the world's biggest network, history's biggest network of daily programming inspired by objectivism. And we're getting the views as well, some really major views, especially in the last couple of years, uh, months with the new year and, and great super chats as well. So we need it. We need that support to keep us on the air with original programming like we have for you today. So join us on the super chat. I already see Robin and so many else uh, filing in. Robin is one of our YouTube members. So I think for something like five pounds a month, uh, it, you know, you're able to get access to special content, VIP content, one-on-ones with people like James Valiant, Dr. Peacock, Don Watkins, Harry Binswanger, all of the great talents that we bring you here at the Heinrich Center UK. And I'll just quickly mention as well, in-person events as well. You know, we're going to be starting a series of live events throughout uh, jolly old England and the greater European uh, area, the greater European continent. So stay tuned to that because we'll have more information on that as the, the days and months approach. But we've got a great presentation for you today as well. And as always, we operate on the trader principles. So if you enjoy it, you know, uh, show us some love in the super chat. But, you know, I'm not really a person who's in touch with celebrities, but we have something straight from celebrity culture for you today because it's of interest and I'm told it rates well. So we'll uh, we'll get to that. And of course, we want to always emphasize that this is not part of objectivism. We're inspired by objectivism. And uh, that's what this presentation is today. But this is what has caught our, our attention this morning. Um, this is a, a headline out of the National Review and several other sources that Barbados, the island of Barbados, is eyeing actor Benedict Cumberbatch for reparations, for reparation payments. This is January 3rd, 2023. The Caribbean country of Barbados is considering demanding reparations from the descendants of former plantation owners, including star actor Benedict Cumberbatch and his family. This is pretty pretty surprising story here. I mean, it's not as if Benedict Cumberbatch went to Barbados and stole the towels from the resort and they want the money back or he ruined something when he was there and, you know, they want him to pay. This is for something that his his ancestors supposedly did hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And the first thing I thought of was Miss Rand's quote from Galt speech. This is from Atlas Shrugged and reprinted in, in uh, the, the, uh, uh, the new intellectual. A sin without volition is a slap at morality and an insolent contradiction in terms. That which is outside the possibility of choice is outside the province of morality. If man is evil by birth, he has no will, no power to change it. If he has no will, he can be neither good nor evil. A robot is immoral. To hold as man's sin, a fact not open to his choice, is a mockery of morality. So <laughs> this whole idea that Benedict Cumberbatch is guilty for something that his ancestors, great ancestors did hundreds and hundreds of years ago, it, it is 
paraphrasing Miss Rand here, a mockery of morality. Uh, let's go back to the article. Now, Cumberbatch's seventh great-grandfather, his seventh great-grandfather, purchased a plantation in Barbados in 1728 that held roughly 250 slaves until the practice was abolished a century later. Following the Slavery Abolition Act of 1833, the Cumberbatch family was compensated with a sum now estimated to be 1 million or roughly $1.2 million. But let's just point this out that they're going after Benedict. Now I have to say, as I said, I'm not really, I don't follow stars and stuff, but I don't really know who Benedict Cumberbatch was. I'm told he's a great actor. I'm sure he's a great actor, but they're going after this man for something that his seventh great grandfather did almost 300 years ago. They're going after him now. I mean, on its face, it is so unbelievably ludicrous. It, it's insulting. And again, for Miss Rand's point, it's, it's like a mockery of what justice is. The General Secretary of the Caribbean Movement for Peace and Integration uh, told the Telegraph that the Hollywood star's family would not be immune to forthcoming, forthcoming reparation investigations. So they're not immune. So what is the upshot there? You did it, Benedict Cumberbatch. You did it. You're not immune. You know, and what is his guilt here? What did he do? Is it the color of his skin? Someone in his family tree from generations and generations and generations? He is carrying the, bearing the cross of that, of whatever it is. I mean, it's un, it's such an unbelievable insult. And the fact that you know, we always talk about what is government? Government is people with guns. I mean, government is force. So the fact that people in government have this type of philosophy is absolutely, should be absolutely chilling. Wes, thank you for your super contribution. Wes says, Wes Stewart says, this is so preposterous. Ask anyone remotely rational if a child should be seen as guilty because a parent committed a crime and they would say no, but a distant ancestor did something and we should talk reparations. And in fact, not just talk West, I'm going to get to this, a story in my hometown where I went to school where reparations aren't just being asked, they're being paid. But this notion of, you know, you did it. And I guess the idea is if you're white, you did it. I mean, we were all guilty, I guess. A, so you, you did it. You're guilty of something. And then again, this is quoting, and thank you again, Wes, really awesome contribution. David Denny from the Peace and Integration Movement says, any descendants of white plantation owners who have benefited from the slave trade should be asked to pay reparations. Asked, right? They're going to be asked to pay reparations. And any descendants of white plantation, this is just such straight up racism. And it's, it's disgusting on its face. We're going to talk a bit about Miss Rand's essay on racism, but, you know, it goes on and on. Similar statements were echoed by the Island Nation's deputy chairman overseeing the National Commission on Reparations. David Nkamasong says, this is at the earliest stages. We are just beginning. A lot of this history is now really only coming to light. So, you know, what is, what is the upshot here that you're responsible for all the sins of whatever group, racial, tribal, historical, you want to get, you know, you don't want to, but you're going to be saddled into, you know, you're responsible for whatever they did. You know, it, it is such tribalism. And, you know, I refer you to our friend Nikos 
Sapir Kapolos' book on tribalism. And he gets this, I think, better than any writer, contemporary writer today. But this is the subshot that you're responsible for all the sins of your racial ancestors. It's so vile on its face. But of course, behind all of it is altruism. This uh, evil David Kama song says, oh, don't worry, don't worry. The money that they expropriate, you know, from people because seven generations ago, seven, 300 years ago, their great-grandparents, great-great-great-great-grandparents had slaves. Don't worry. The money we take from these people is going to go to hospitals, local schools, infrastructure. So behind all of it, there's altruism. Oh, oh don't worry. It's, a, it's self-sacrifice. It's altruism. And, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch is an obvious target, right? I mean, look, he's got a huge big house in L.A., He's got a $10 million mansion in LA. Why is that right? You know, the only reason he has it was because his seven generations, 300 years ago, his great-grandparents had slaves. So obviously that's why Benedict Cumberbatch is living it up. What a friggin' joke. But that's the, that's the upshot of altruism. That's it playing out right in front of our eyes that Benedict should sacrifice because others are needy in Barbados. And 300 years ago, Someone related to Benedict had slaves, like everyone else at the time, I'll point out. Kenny Demeter says, pretty sure any of us who have both slaves and slavers have ancestors. How do you calculate this, asked Kenny. How do you calculate oh, who, who was benefited and who was hurt hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago? I mean, you, you can't without being the worst sort of racist. I mean, honestly, I mean, that. I don't even want to get into it, but is it like, do they look at your skin color, Kenny, and say, you know, the, 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 this color people get this amount of money or reparation? It's just gross. And to circle back to Miss Rand here, to punish him, to punish a man for a crime he committed before he was born is a mockery of justice. Straight up. I and mean, that's exactly what this is. This is Ayn Rand from Galt Speech, from Atlas Shrug. And this is what the island of Barbados is doing. To punish someone for a crime he committed before he was born is a mockery of justice. To hold him guilty in a matter where no innocence exists is a mockery of reason. Benedict Cumberlack back didn't do anything. He was born into a family that he's made his own way. Again, I don't follow this guy, but he seems like a pretty good actor. He's He's been talented. He's been successful. I mean, to go after him because he's successful is, in my opinion, the hatred of the good for being the, of the, the good. Finishing Miss Rand now, quote, to destroy morality, nature, justice, and reason by means of a single concept is a feat of evil hardly to be matched. And that the quote is from her article on original sin. And, and you can look at that up at the lexicon. The island nation formally became a republic last year after cutting ties with the British monarchy during a celebration marking the occasion, then Prince of Wales Charles became the first member of the royal family to publicly acknowledge, quote, the appalling atrocity of slavery, adding, it forever stains our history. Well, without getting into too much of the history, I'll just point out two pieces of writing by Miss Rand that I'd really recommend. One is from a new textbook of Americanism, the politics of Ayn Rand, and it's actually an essay written by Amy Peikoff talking a bit about the history of slavery, the history of racial injustice, and how America and Western ideals, 
including those practiced in the UK, ultimately resulted in the abolition of slavery, slavery worldwide. The other article I recommend is Miss Rand's article on racism published in The Virtual Selfishness back in 1963. It's available online, quite simply a must read. Interestingly, I'll, I'll close with this. Benedict had re been report, reportedly warned earlier in life by his mother, actress Wanda Venham, against using the name Cumberbatch so as not to call the attention to his family's past ties of slavery. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he thought that something that happened 300 years ago wouldn't necessarily brag on him. I mean, it's not like his name is Benedict Adolf Hitler. I mean, this, this is something that happened. And for them to go after him is such an insult to justice. But as we, as I alluded to, this is really on the rise now. This racial reparations is uh, uh, something that's getting a lot of oxygen. I went to school in a town called Evanston, Illinois. It has now become the first U.S. city to issue slavery reparations. And of course, the headline is that critics, experts say it's a noble start. You know, it's experts say it could just be the beginning. And I think that's what's so disconcerting now. We always talk about it's, it's philosophy, it's morality, it's ideas that move a culture. And this idea of the need to have reparations for something that happened hundreds of hundreds of years ago. A, that you had nothing to do with, and B, based on something that is as ugly and trivially, trivially, trivial as the color of your skin, it just lets us know, I think, that we have so much work to do as a culture and as supporters of Ayn Rand's philosophy of objectivism. Um, I refer you to her wonderful essays on this topic if you're as outraged on this news story as I am, uh, how ugly, gross, you know, Rand talked about racism as a barnyard mentality, right? You're not a barnyard person. Wherever you are, you're an individual. You make your own choices. You forge your own path to the best of your ability based on your reason, based on your abilities, your opportunities, your activities, what you do. And it's not because you're born into some kind of a racial tribe. So see Ms. Rand's article for more on that. And thank you for being with us. You know, we're here Monday through Friday, every day with the new Ayn Rand Center UK Daily Objective. In fact, many days we have more than one particular show. We've got people like Mark Pellegrino who does uh, TV chat, TV talk, talking about the kind of uh, aesthetic issues. We've got Dr. Jerome Brook is on the channel. Leonard Peikoff, Harry Binswanger is here every week and we're only able to do it with your support. So take this opportunity to do that. Don't be a freeloader. Now, I know I get a lot of guff on this stupid chat with you. Oh, homie's calling out his, 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 his players. But, you know, if you're not paying, then you really are playing. Think about it. So don't miss tomorrow's TDO. We've got Israel's new government with Raka Raka Ali, Razi, and Boaz. Boaz is in Israel. So we're bringing you truly this global community of people interested in objectivism at any and all levels. We welcome you to be part of our conversation and our community. So we'll see you here tomorrow, the Daily Objective, same time, 6 p.m. UK, 12 p.m. Eastern.